0: Treasure Island is just such an exciting title. It's such an iconic title. It's one that um, I think most people have heard of. Um, It's got such a huge reputation as an adventure story. It felt like a real privilege to be able to get our hands on, on telling that in such a big space. Men, various, have chosen me to tell you from from beginning to end, keeping nothing back but its bearings, all the particulars about Treasure Island. It was a real challenge for Bryony and I to to start thinking about how we might put it on stage. The novel is focalised really, chiefly through Jim and Long John Silver. Um, that doesn't quite work in a in a staged format. So. Um, Briony's invented this wonderful set of very, very colourful, completely individual, um, fantastically comic um, creations that that populate the stage. Red on his stove top, to his skull for a brand new cast for it. <laughs> There's some women pirates because we looked and discovered that there were some terrible, dangerous Murderous women pirates, and it seemed silly not to put them in.
1: Treasure Island was written at a time when the Victorians had decided that women had never gone to sea um, in any capacity, and so it's a, it's a remarkably um, masculine book. But women were at sea in significant numbers uh, and always had been. There were women pirates and if we were writing this book today um, Stevenson would indeed have some uh, some high-profile very aggressive female pirates who would probably be far more dangerous than Long John Silver.
0: Stevenson said very explicitly when he published the book that it was a story that was for boys only and I think that we felt coming to adapt that and to put it on stage here at the National that we wanted to find a way of making it clear that the story was for boys and for girls and that um, making Jim a girl felt like a really appropriate gesture in that direction. I think we've stayed loyal to the innate character of Jim that Louis Stevenson portrays in the book. Uh, one of someone who's young, but intelligent, uh, and uh, apart from the fact that she's a girl and this production is actually insignificant, we're pushing the idea that it's about adventure. Come on, here, we're here, on-
1: Piracy by British or formerly British subjects as a major threat in the Western Hemisphere ends in the 1730s. So by the time Stevenson writes Treasure Island, pirates have acquired a remarkably romantic veneer. They're heroic freedom fighters, they're, they're individuals, they're libertarians, they're, they're symbols of a lost world of, of personal freedom and choice. The fact that they were also murderous cutthroats and blackguards has been quietly parked to one side. Stevenson's pirates are the, the first of the great modern pirates, and Stevenson created them from a melange of early 19th century romantics and some of the contemporary literature, like Captain Johnson's History of the Pirates. Stevenson is still referring back to, to that, but by the time he's finished with them, They've taken on a new life as literary stock characters, gaudily dressed, complete with parrot, cutlass, pistols, tattoos, the, the full set. They are entirely divorced from the reality of piracy.
0: One thing that Brian and I have been really keen to do all the way through, actually, is to try and not resort to the very, all too obvious set of mental cliches that already exist when you think about Treasure Island. And we really wanted to try and replace that with a sense of something that felt authentic and dark and difficult and dangerous and the, the research into how a ship worked was a really key part, how it really worked, what it was really like to be on the sea in a storm um, felt like a very important part of our thinking. Our whole set functions like an 18th century ship. Um, the idea is that every time there is a, a scene change the cast have to haul that new scene into being um, with, with ropes and with sea shanties. One thing that struck us both when we were looking at the book originally was just how dark it is Um, and how much physical violence there is running through. It's the sheer number of deaths that there are and I think that it's certainly the case that there have been a number of adaptations of Treasure Island which soften the, uh, the impact that the violence certainly has in the book.
1: I think people, when they just remember the story, they think of it as quite a, well, a relatively tame story. And if you go back to the text, it's very surprising. Stevenson was a a very brilliant, sensual writer. He loved to put in every physical detail of of a scene and he does it there, even though it's a story for boys, even though it's actually meant to be mostly an adventure, it's also very, very frightening. We've all been
0: very keen to try and preserve the sort of seam of unease and darkness and physical threat that feels to me, and moral ambiguity actually, that seems to me to be such an important part of the book. Our villains are dangerous and frightening. They're making me jump in rehearsal and the adventures that Jim has to go through are full of peril and betrayal. It feels like a story to me that still has uh, a lot of contemporary resonances, so the way that those individuals are prepared to pursue the goal of money with such headlong intensity, ruthlessness and lack of apology feels like something that has something to say to the way that culture operates today.